listening to Living with ADHD and CPTSD, available on Apple and wherever you get your podcasts. and welcome to another episode of Living with ADHD and CPTSD. Today's CPTSD episode, I'm going to talk about something that directly affects me, and that is the constant fear of failure when it comes to trauma and basically trying to keep as the adult and to not get triggered or to not become blended and allow your system to behave in an inappropriate manner which if of course if it it occurs tends to make things worse for you or for your partner or whoever you're around i've been as you would know i have been dealing with this complex trauma for over three years now and I've gone through a lot of steps and I've learned so much about it and made a lot of progress and I've also had a lot of regression where I've thought I was at a certain stage in my healing and it turns out that I still had quite a bit of time or quite a bit of ways to go before you know, it felt like I was truly getting somewhere and that it was staying and it wasn't falling back again. It's clearly been a very difficult time because there's, well, let's put it this way. When, like anything else, let's just say, we'll make an example. When you're in school or you're doing like a job and you're trying to, how can I put it? Like you're trying to be successful or you're trying to get a a good grade, right? You're trying to, you're trying to pass and you want to, you want to get up, move on towards the next stage in, in your training or schooling, like your next course. And you you do a lot of reading and you do studying and you're obviously you know trying your best and paying attention in, in classes day after day and you believe that you're going to you know ace this course so you're going to pass your next exam and you're going to get like a, a an a or, or for some people a, a high 90 percentile and you go into the exam and you you write it and you think to yourself that you're doing really well and so you're you know you're you're not thinking in any means that there's this possibility that you could either fail or you could get a really poor grade and you write it and then a few days later you get your your paper back and instead of it being an a you get a d or 
even worse, you get an F and you fail it and you have to rewrite it in order to maintain your score in order to get on a roll or in order to be able to maintain and continue your course, especially if you're in something like university. And you end up struggling and it can frustrate you and it can disappoint you and can make you feel depressed or sad or angry. And it can almost make you feel like you think things are pointless or you go, I don't know why I'm continuing to do this. This is, you know, this is stupid. You, you start feeling bad about yourself and and getting a pity party going and saying, oh, this is dumb. I'm not, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm, I'm no good. This is all a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the common things that someone who's, who's frustrated beyond, beyond reason with their course because of the fact that they really thought they were doing well. And obviously they weren't. Now, imagine this kind of feeling and instead of it being a test or a course in school, now it's your attempts to understand and heal and learn about your trauma and your CPTSD and get to, trying to get to the point where you feel like you've recovered or you've, you are healing and you really believe that the next time you get triggered or something traumatic or you have a flashback occurs that you're going to be okay and that it's not going to affect you and that it's not going to make you feel or act out in a way that you have in previous times in the past. And then when you, when it does occur and it could be at any time, you know, it could be a couple days a week, but when it actually does happen and you get, and you experience a flashback and your parts get triggered and you act out again and you do something that is not right or you're not in control of your parts and they take over and they do something like act like a child, say something childish, uh, make your partner angry at you, you start to feel really rejected and really like bad and hard on yourself so you, you start to like for myself for example I was starting to feel really stupid and embarrassed and I was feeling like this is ridiculous because I've done a lot of work and I've tried so very hard to understand and do the right things and tried to really you know learn about the parts and the why and why that they're getting triggered and why they're experiencing these flashbacks and try to work with my system, do my processing, you know, like do all the work, do what is necessary in order to, to progress towards healing from your CPTSD. And it would just like again and again, it would feel like all the work that I've been doing was for nothing. Like it was just, like it wasn't enough like it was slow or it was it was too slow or it was so insignificant that despite all the best efforts it 
wasn't enough. Like it was, you were still having these problems and you were still failing in doing what you were wanting to do, which obviously was to stop from yourself from, from experiencing child parts taking over and causing a scene or causing a problem. And that's what you were trying to do the whole time. And it was failing and you weren't getting, you weren't being successful. You weren't having any ability to do it. And when that was, when that happened and, and this just recently happened, like I've been, I had been doing very well. I had been making a lot of progress. I felt like I felt really good. I had a recent appointment with my therapist and I had discussed with him for a majority of the um, one-on-one session about struggling to, to truly understand this whole, you know, like knowing if I was being the adult or if I was being triggered and having it being so like the difference between myself and being, uh, taken over by child parts was so small and so streamlined or so like, you know, like that it, it's like walking from one room to the other or going through like a, a wall of mist or something or what I, I'm just trying to think of something. Okay. So let's say Star Trek, you go through a force field and it, and it doesn't feel like it's any different. Like it just, it's your, the environment feels the same. Everything feels the same, but there's, there is a, there is a difference, however small or however minuscule that it appears to be, there is a difference there. And I was explaining to him how I was really having this difficult time understanding and knowing where the, where I was when it was occurring. Like if, if I was, if I was maintaining the adult and I was behaving like an adult or if a part was actually online and was behaving or misbehaving and doing things that child parts do. And I, you know, I was having a very difficult time being able to determine that. And I, it was so difficult to express to him that it felt like, and I could tell by his expression and his responses that I was having a difficult time getting my point across to him, like getting, getting information to him in a, in a, in a manner and in a format that was understandable that he could, you know, he could relate to and then he'd be able to process in his mind and then relay it back to me so that he, it was like, he could tell me that he understood, right? It, it took, I think it took like 25 minutes at least from the beginning of the session to the point where I finally was able to get my point across. And it was, it felt to me, it felt quite frustrating because I've been doing this for such a long time and I've been constantly seeing where I, I'm, I think I'm doing well and I believe that I'm making a great deal of progress. And then it turns out that the reality is, is that I wasn't, and it would be extremely frustrating. And I'd get 
really down on myself, right? Like I would just, I'd be sitting there and I would feel like physically you could see, you could tell if, if you were there, you could see that I was, I was just really feeling terrible. I was just like, like I didn't have anything. I didn't know what to say. I didn't really have any kind of explanation. Um, like emotionally, I just was drained. I was just not there. And I just was, it, it was almost to the point where I wanted to just walk away. I wanted to say, I have nothing to add. I'm extremely disappointed in myself. I feel ridiculous. I feel like a complete failure. And the thing is, is there's a, a there is a fine line here between understanding and acknowledging that you failed and trying to pick yourself back up and move forward or maybe step back a few moments and try to start over or to maybe like revisit, right? It's like school. If you fail a test or you, you have a, a physical, like a physical kind of exam in, in, in school that you have to do in order to, to complete a certification so that you can do this uh, as your career or, you know, like you're, you wanting, you're wanting to do something, uh, let's say you're wanting to be a, um, an emergency responder in an ambulance and you have to obviously, you know, you, there are, there are practical exams that you have to perform and you have to succeed and pass with uh, good, you know, high marks in order to be able to get certified and be able to do that in real time with actual people in real emergency situations. So comparing it to that way, like if, if obviously if you, if you don't succeed the first time or first couple times, then you have to go back and you have to examine your, with yourself what you did wrong and then you have to go and try and and correct that improve that function you know that performance so that the next time you do the exam that you won't fail and that you will pass with good grades and be able to continue so i i often on my own go out so what what i end up doing is i i feel the most relaxed and most comfortable and confident in a setting that is outside in like nature out on a, out on a walk. And, you know, you, you, I get, I get all set up and I, and I bring my earphones with me and I either listen to a podcast or I'll put uh, some motivational music on and I'll get out there and I, it's, it's like the environment or nature is, is, is allowing me to think clear. And I'm sure that the, that the moving and the exercise and the increased oxygen into the bloodstream and into my brain is helping me think because I've, I've seen in the past for myself numerous times there when I'm exercising that I seem to be able to have a better time thinking and I, and I can get more 
you know, more processed than if I'm just sitting still or if I'm feeling anxious, then it's very difficult. And I know that's probably the same for a lot of you out there is that when you're feeling anxious and you're stressed and you don't feel you're in a safe environment, it's extremely difficult to do any work or to really think clearly or to to feel better about yourself or to recover. So I know that you likely have your own ways of relaxing, whether it's maybe drinking something like maybe getting a coffee or getting a drink or getting a nice tea that is your favorite. Uh, maybe you like to go outside into the yard. Um, perhaps you put some music on. Maybe you also go for a long walk or maybe you go for a drive. Maybe there's something that you, uh, somewhere you like to go or maybe you just like to drive around and have the windows open and have that cool breeze flowing in your face. You know, we all have ways of recovering or trying to calm ourselves down and and move past that recent anxiety or that trigger. And my way is to get out into nature. Now, one thing I have done recently this summer, because I am really into uh, gardening, I love to do vegetable gardening. Um, I have uh, since June, <clears throat> the beginning of June, I have been, uh, I've planted uh, many different vegetables uh, in in our garden and I've been tending it and maintaining it and watching it grow and so if I'm feeling stressed or anxious and I need to get away uh, what I end up doing is putting my headphones in and, and listen to music or if there's a good podcast I'll listen to that and just and I'll just do maintenance or I'll tend the garden or I'll even talk to the plants if I need to like there are times when you're out there and you're looking you're, you're investigating and checking them out and and seeing if if anything you can find that maybe is wrong or, or you know stuff to maintain to improve the plant's growth I'm I'm out there watching and maintaining and I get fresh air and I'm I'm smelling the the plants and the and it's it's relaxing for me and it's meditative and thera therapeutic, I guess you could say. Yeah, it is actually therapeutic. So it's my way of allowing myself to calm down. It's a safe space that I have. And the interesting things that I have noticed recently as well is that the headphones that like I have... Uh, wireless or Bluetooth ear earphones that are that go into the ear, so pods, ear pods. They're like AirPods for Apple, but they're their own brand. And when I turn on the music or the podcast, it basically blocks everything else out. I don't hear anything, uh, unless it's super loud or very obvious in front of me. Um, but otherwise, it it helps maintain that um, aspect of safety and uh, like closeness. Um, it improves the safe spot because it's, I don't, I don't, I don't think about other things going on. Um, 
I obviously I can visually see stuff. So if I need to, I can be aware of something if I need to, if there's an emergency or something going on, but that's not the intent. It's to just kind of block out and help um, eliminate outside sources of thought and sounds that could interfere with my um, work that I'm doing. So I do that either in the garden or like I said, I go out and do the walking because with the walking, I am free. Uh, I experience the environment. I experience the smells and the, and the feelings and the warmth. Uh, if there's a cool breeze, I get to experience that. I feel the, the benefits of the, of the fast paced walking that I do and the exploration of around the neighborhood, which is amazing. Like I live in an amazing neighborhood with tons of beautiful houses and flowers and plants and, and this, and the, area is incredible i live a block away from the river valley where there's such a beautiful view of all the different like of the river and and the downtown and and the different trees and and the sites that are near like it's it's incredible it is it's simply beautiful and it is like a getaway it's my because obviously you know you either have to if you want to go somewhere that's different that is that you're not used to or that is new for you then you have to get in your vehicle and drive and that obviously takes time and you're wasting valuable time doing that whereas for me it's just a quick 10 minute walk if that to the to the river valley and then i get to explore and and experience all the amazing stuff and things that's around you know like it it's really peaceful and it really helps bring me back, uh, you know, bring me into a state of being that is, is calm and, and feel, I feel like the adult again. And I feel, uh, you know, I feel safe and I feel secure and it allows me to think and to be able to, to explore and investigate my inner self and, and determine a lot of different areas, like determine reality, determine what is going on in my mind, um, check in with my parts and do processing with them. It, it gives me the ability, it, it improves my ability to do all of this because there are situations there you that if you don't feel like you're safe or not, not like, okay, safe, is can be different things like you can if you live in an if you live in a situation and i know there are some of you out there that unfortunately and i'm very sorry that you do but there are some of you out there that live in a place that is where your partner may be um mentally or you know verbally abusive or physically abusive Uh, maybe they they neglect you maybe they're maybe you don't feel safe talking out loud or you know maybe you don't feel that you can think around them um maybe maybe you just live in a in in an apartment where you know mentally you don't feel like it's a it's the right place to talk or to think out loud or you don't feel like it's secure enough to do this because you feel um conscious about everything around you so 
if that's the case, then getting out and going to a safe spot, like a park, you know, like if I'm sure a lot of you live in cities that there are, that you have amazing, beautiful parks that go for like miles and, you know, there's tons of flowers and trees and amazing benches and, and there's statues and artifacts and stuff that just, it like, it blows your mind, right? Like it, I remember now I'm just, I'm going to go quickly off topic here for just a brief moment, but I was in New York city, uh, for just over a week in 2015. And I remember one of the more impressive places that I went to that was amazing and incredible was Central Park. Uh, I rented a bike because I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to walk this entire park uh, without spending the entire day here. And so I rented a bike and I went through the park that way and I found Central Park was amazing. It was just it blew me away. Like it was so beautiful with all the trails and the flowers and the trees and the, and the lakes and just seeing all the different people and the, and like the, this, the, uh, street performers that, you know, there's always somebody out there doing like playing music or like some kind of a performance going on. It was just, it was mind blowing. It was something that, I can understand why so many people go out there and walk on a regular basis or run or, you know, spend time out there with their family because it's incredibly beautiful. And it's a great way to get away from this, the, the incredible busy feeling that New York city has for pretty much anybody who lives there. So yeah. Um, an environment, a change of environment that makes you feel safe and brings you in tune with yourself and uh, allows your senses to broaden and be heightened. It's it's an amazing way to get a better experience and have better a, a much better chance of being able to explore your inner self and to do processing with your, with your parts to check in and, and, you know, determine what happened or, or update and do some work, you know, like you can, you can go to the park and you can do things like, uh, meditation. You could do yoga. You could just run, you could, you know, or you could go there and just sit on a bench and just breathe in the fresh air and, and let the sights and the sounds, uh, you know, invite them into your, to your body and to your mind. And it, and it really does help. It's amazing. Like, I don't know if, if, if there is anybody out there who has not really experienced this before, then I would definitely recommend trying, you know, figuring it out, figuring out some way of, of, of doing this on a regular basis. Just, you can do you can do however you want. You could you could just take nothing like you maybe you know, obviously take your phone and your keys and if you've got a, a headphone or, or ear earbuds or something and you want to listen to music or you want to listen to like sounds that maybe help 
you know, calm your mind, then take that with you. Or if you want to go and spend uh, half a day, you know, you could pack a, a light bag and maybe bring some food and some water and maybe a book, a blanket. You know, you could sit on the on the grass and in the in the park area and then just spend the spend the morning or spend the afternoon there and just soak in the environment, soak in the sounds and the and the sights and the smells. It could be a, an amazing grounding method as well because it's it would be easy for you incredibly easy at the park to do your the five senses grounding tool that I have discussed in episodes past you know like there's plenty of smells there's there's many different sounds and tons of sights that you can use as grounding methods and the food that you bring could be your taste sense and it would be an amazing way to to do updating and processing with your system because you're you're safe you're on your own it's a calming environment it would be amazing for you and i think that would be a an excellent way of of helping yourself because if you're struggling with doing like processing and and you feel like you're getting nowhere and you're not really you don't feel like you've made any improvement and it's and it's making it's bringing you down emotionally it's making you feel bad or you're being or you're feeling depressed or sad or extremely frustrated with yourself or maybe with your partner or maybe you think your therapist is is maybe not the right therapist for you you know like there's different uh examples that could be making you feel this way there's always something you could try and unless unless you are that kind of person who has like extreme allergy issues with going to a park and it flares you up and you know you you can't do that if that's if that's a problem then unfortunately that that's not going to work too well but for for those who don't have to deal with allergic uh, issues or allergy issues with with the nature and and flowers and and pollen and stuff like that that occurs in a park then that could very well turn into your your getaway your your place of calmness you know like it it a lot of people love nature because of its properties that it has you know like there's so many different things that you can see and look at and touch and and, and there's so many things that you can smell and there's amazing unexpected things that you can you can notice like you might see a, an amazing bird that you haven't seen before or maybe you come across a squirrel or maybe you be extremely lucky enough that you you see a deer or two or maybe you might see like a, a cute little snake or or something that you don't obviously you wouldn't never see in in at home right because home is all structured and and it's away from nature so unless you know very often things you know you don't really see much at home like you could you know there are things that are different you know like a park uh nature a lake um going to the river valley you know taking a, a an amazing walk through the paths and 
and hearing all the noises, the different birds and the animals and the and the wind going through the leaves and the trees, it is definitely soothing and calming and can relax you and it gives you a sense of safety and you find a large patch of grass or or a little park within that walkway. Like I said, you could do you could you could meditate there. And it's quiet and it's calm and you allow yourself to focus on the noises and the sounds that they are coming from where you are. It's extremely grounding and it's mentally relaxing. And it, if you do this on a daily basis, it can help you feel better, both mentally and physically, because it's... We all need a vacation in some manner. Some of us get away and go somewhere completely different. Some of us, you know, don't have that ability to just take off somewhere at a moment's notice and have to find other means of doing so. So I I like to get out there, as I've said. I like to go into nature. I like to take the walks. I like to go to the parks. I like to... I like to explore and I have a very curious mind. I'm I'm not someone who just focuses in on where I'm going. I like to look around, I like to stop, I like to check things out. Um, if, if I see some, like a, an animal or I see a very unusual flower or something that, that I haven't seen before or there's a neat little pathway, I'll, I'll go and explore it. Right, I I will, I'll get out there and I'll, my my head's on a swivel because it, it the more that I take in, the more excited I feel, the more calming it becomes for me, and by the end, I feel refreshed. I feel amazing. It's so great to get out there and feel this way, because it's it's so good for you and it makes you feel amazing. And that's what we all need. We need to be able to get away and allow our minds to, to quite frankly, chill out. You know, we need to find ways to allow ourselves to forget about our, our worries. And it gives us the ability to regroup and to hit the reset button. And it And often it allows me to be able to think and to be able to look at things uh, from a, an objective point of view or maybe from a different point of view maybe I'm maybe it allow you know often allows me to to examine stuff that I couldn't earlier because I was too stressed out or I was just feeling way too anxious it, and that often does occur so like I said getting out and into the woods or going to a lake or something or it's just being around nature is is just it's so changing it's so you know it does it just makes your world different it makes you feel better it makes you you know it gives you that that opportunity to see things in a different way i really recommend that i i would recommend that if you don't do something like this already, that you try to make a habit of it. Try to make a plan to, if, if not every day, 
to go, then try to get out three days a week. And this is not including the weekend. Try to get out there three days a week. Try to get in a good walk or bring a blanket and, and maybe meditate. Or you can just go and explore and check out the, the trees and the flowers and, and find new smells and, and new things to look at that can really make you feel so much better inside and, and feel mentally refreshed and get some fresh air into those lungs and notice the change in yourself. If you can do this on a regular basis, there's going to be so much, so many benefits for you. One, you're getting exercise. And if you do this on a regular basis, you will start to feel better physically. It will definitely make you feel better in a mental way, like mentally in your mind, it will improve. And you're, you're doing something that if this is what you want, if this is what you love, you're doing something that you love and it makes your life feel, it can help you feel, make it feel more meaningful, more like gives you something to look forward to, or it, you know, it's, it's motivational. It, it helps. I, I know firsthand that it definitely helps. You got to find ways to help you improve your life and improve your chances that the work that you're doing for your complex trauma and your flashbacks is going to get better. The more you can do to help that and improve the chances, the better off you will be in the future. And there are other means out there, obviously, but I really find that nature is an extremely beneficial way of getting there and helping. It's amazing how going with a friend on a walk for an hour or two can be so beneficial, you know, like in many different ways. I definitely recommend doing that. I think that's an awesome way for you to get out there and get and just benefit you in every way. So yeah, get out there and get some exercise and feel re-energized and mentally fresh and clean and you know, like motivated. Yeah. All right. That's today's episode. I really hope this was inspiring for you. And I, if you have any comments or, hey, if, if there's a place that you find that's amazing for you that you want to share, uh, let me know. Message me. Um, give me a rating on the episode. Tell me about your your place that you like to go or something that you like to do that helps you refresh your mind, uh, you know, give you a mental break. I want to hear from you. I want to know. So you can contact me. Um, you, you can contact me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at ADHD and CPTSD. You can email me and I would love to hear from you guys. It's livingwithadhdandcptsd at gmail.com. You can go to my website, of course, livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca. If you want to help the show, um, you can donate. You can do a monthly or a one-time amount. Uh, you go to ko-fi.com. That's ko-fi.com slash livingwithadhdandcptsd. Um, if this is really beneficial to you and you find that my podcasts are really helpful and you want to get more episodes, 
and become a subscriber. You can subscribe through Apple and you get access, you get early access to all the new episodes. Uh, this one's available uh, a week early and there's all sorts of bonus episodes out there that only subscribers get access to. So I definitely recommend if that is what you find helpful then subscribe. You can do a low monthly amount. It's only for US and Canada. It's $1.49 and it's very affordable and if you want to do a yearly rate you can do $13.99 for a year and you get a seven day free trial to check it out before committing to the month to month. Alright everyone. I hope this was great for you. I really enjoyed talking about this and I really look forward to comments from everyone who has listened. All right, talk to you later. Bye everyone.